Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Final hour of the program, Jimmy B and TC, Trek Condon solo today in studio, though Jimmy B is joining us once again as he is out and about, hoping to have his technology ready to roll for tomorrow, but for now, he joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Jimmy B, what's up? Just another beautiful day in paradise, my brother, you should know that, uh, except uh, I was, remember that conversation that we had about the Cubs when you asked me would they be in first place yeah. in a week? And I said, yes, I think they will be. Well, that week has come and gone, and they are out of first place, <laughs> a half game behind Milwaukee. And right now they're playing the White Sox, and they're up uh, 3-2, I think, in the bottom of the third. Yeah, they, they put up a uh, a three spot in the first, gave up two more to the White Sox. Bad Lackey, he's back again uh, doing his thing. Boy, John Lackey. He is, he's not part of the plans come playoff time, right? Uh, no, 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 no. He, he will not be in the rotation if that's the case. He has uh, struggled, inconsistent, and not a very good start again today for him. Is his ERA over five uh, on the season. Well, Jimmy B., uh, this Cubs team has been a fun conversation piece throughout the year. You got uh, Milwaukee starting to fade back. I saw today a report from Ken Rosenthal. Looks like they're out of the sunny gray sweet stakes. They understand that their future is very bright, and there's no need to go out there and, and try to make some kind of move that is going to debilitate them going forward. But uh, you mentioned it yesterday. You starting to believe on this Pirates team making a run? I do believe in the Pirates team making a run. Look, they've got some veterans. Uh, McCutcheon is finally starting to come around and hit the ball a little bit. Uh, they do have some pitching. Mm-hmm. And they're on it. They're on a terror right now, and they're finally back to 500. So I think that maybe they have uh, sort of flipped the switch, as you and I like to use that cliche from time to time. And I think maybe Pittsburgh might be a factor here as we chase down the second half of the Major League Baseball season. Look, once again, you and I talked about it. It's a central division that's going nowhere. I mean, you have people are just stumbling over each other trying to give it up and unless the cubs with all that talent uh really you know get a spark and start to pull away a little bit to a four or five game lead i i I just think that pittsburgh i don't think milwaukee's going to go away quickly but i i'm with you i believe they will fade here as the uh as the months go on but i i just have this feeling that pittsburgh is is a team that is going to be around uh, chasing, at least making it competitive for a little while. Yeah, it, it's so fun watching, you know, both the Pirates and Royals, two small market clubs that have a dis- decision here to make. You know, what do you do at this point? You're so close to a playoff berth. The other side of it, though, is you get in, and we've seen it in the past. Just get in. Just Cleveland last year. Nobody gave them any chance to win any playoff series. They make it all the way to the World Series. Get in is all you have to do. But it feels different this year with what the Astros are, what the Dodgers are, what the Nationals are. Getting in, I don't think, is good enough just because the hill that you have to climb looks to be so steep this season. I agree with you. And it's one of those things where, and and you and I say it all the time, the idea is just to get there, and then it starts all over again. 
but the Astros and the Dodgers and the Washington Nationals, they all of those teams just look so strong. And even though the Dodgers have lost Clayton Kershaw for, what, four to six weeks with mm-hmm. the back injury, uh, they are still a formidable team. I mean, they did it again last night. Sorry, Trent, against the Twins. <laughs> hey, Big Sexy was good for a while. And then late in the game, I think eighth inning, Bellinger hits a three-run jack, and that changed everything. And the Dodgers went on to win that game. I mean, they're, they're, both of those three teams that I just mentioned are loaded with talent. They're loaded offensively. And all they hope for is that their pitching holds up. That's it. You got to keep that up, and you're exactly right when you look at that and and keeping that pitching going forward. It, it has a chance to to be a good Reese, and I say, hey, let's make this a three four teamer and get into September and have a, something a little extra, a little juicy to watch uh, come in that uh, National League Central. Uh, Jimmy B from baseball back over to football. Big Ten Media Days wrapping up today. Uh, a lot of the players out talking. Some news and notes that we'll get to. I'm sure uh, tomorrow's program will have a lot to talk about there. But uh, P.J. Fleck this morning, he's out there, he's pushing. Here's the question, though. We know he's he's out there. He's different. He is different than pretty much anything we've seen before in college <laughs> football. Yeah. Will, will it work, though? Will it work? What Minnesota has turned into, from what Glenn Mason kind of built it in the late mm-hmm. 90s into the 2000s, a solid program. Not great, not elite, a word that P.J. Fleck loves to use, but a solid program. Can he take the next step with this program and get them an appearance in a Big Ten championship game, get them to the Rose Bowl for the first time in 50 years? Can he do that with this program? Trent, I hope he can, just because he is such a lightning rod that other Big Ten fans will absolutely loathe him. And I think that it would be great for the league. I really do. I think it will put a little spark in the league. Uh, just because Harbaugh put a spark in the league when he came back. Mm -hmm. I think if P.J. Fleck has some success, it'll do exactly the same thing. I told you, I've never seen a guy motor mouth so fast (laughs) at a news conference like P.J. Fleck can do. And I don't know how many times I'm going to row that damn boat. I'm so sick and tired of that. I hope they got life jackets. That's all (laughs) I can say. I'm I'm telling telling you, the guy is wacky. He's out there. We've said that about Dabo Sweeney as well at Clemson. And look at what he has done at mm-hmm. Clemson. He's turned them into a powerhouse. So I don't expect Minnesota to be a perennial powerhouse like Ohio State, Michigan, now Penn State. But I have the feeling that I think that P.J. Fleck is the kind of guy that can put a spark into that program at least maybe for two, maybe three years and maybe sort of change that dynamic a little bit so that people will indeed uh, take a look at Minnesota. Here's my question to you, then. If indeed, if P.J. Fleck has some success there, Mm -hmm. will somebody else come calling from a different conference? Oh, yeah, and and I don't think it's even going to take a ton of success. I I think if he uh, puts together a 9-3 and type of year, an appearance like we mentioned in a Big Ten championship game, that there's going to be a heavyweight that comes calling. If he can do that, if he shows the recruiting prowess like it looks like he is right now, somebody from the SEC, somebody from the ACC is going to come his way. Yes, he's a Midwest guy. I get that. But Minnesota still has their limitations, and he can build it 
but I don't see him being a lifer. Much like they say the same thing on the basketball side with Richard Pitino, I don't see him being a lifer at Minnesota either. When a bigger, better opportunity comes along, I expect him to take it. I think the same thing's going to happen with Fleck. And uh, Jimmy B, as you know, I was up in Minneapolis this past weekend. Mm-hmm, right. The billboards are everywhere. That dork P.J. <laughs> Fleck out there about drove off the road. <laughs> He's staring at you. You can't get away I from know. him at all. At, at all. Look, I, I get the excitement. He's a different kind of dude. We know that. But I don't. Minnesota's never had this sort of enthusiasm before, have they? I mean, no, look, no. I, they, I don't... they have recently. Tim Beckman came in with a lot of the same bravado. And yes, saying a lot did. of the same yes, kind you're of right. But the, pr- yeah. the difference was Tim Beckman had never been a head coach before. He had never shown an ability to rebuild a program like Fleck has. And, and that's the difference. And that's why I think there is more substance behind this. A lot of people want to say oh, it's Tim Brewster light. I, I don't see that. I, I see this guy that actually does have some substance behind the ridiculous uh, nature of, of all the buzzwords that he uses and things like that. And, and the other part with, with Minnesota the division and, and the league as a whole, it looks different. Now, yes, Wisconsin has been very good over the last couple of years, but I don't think the gap is quite as big as a lot of people think that it is. And secondly, can Paul Chris keep it going? I'm not so mm-hmm. sure he can. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what happens there with the Badgers. Look, they, they have a very good football team. You and I both know that. And, of course, they're the favorite in the West, and, and rightfully so. But I just... I, I think the West is going to turn into, and even though we're in the Midwest, but I do think the West could turn into the wild, wild West, as in a shootout mm-hmm. for a lot of these teams. I mean, we could have, you know, three three teams tied for the top spot until they have to go head-to-head against each other. And, and if that's the case, it's going to make for some very, very interesting football in the Big Ten West this year. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be good this year. I like Northwestern. We've talked about that a lot throughout the spring into the summer, Jimmy B. I'm a believer in that team. I don't know where to go with uh, our our neighbors to the west, though. Where are you at with Nebraska? They bring Tanner Lee over. I just I don't have a good feeling about this squad, probably leading to the level that Cornhusker fans want and expect this year. I don't see this being a, a eight nine win team. Do you? I, I haven't put them on that plateau yet. No, I have not. I'm, I'm with you on that. I think it's a team that will have minor success, and I know they're coming off a bowl victory, but Mike Riley is I, – I, I'm not really quite sure how to frame it when you talk about Mike, Mike Riley. He's a guy who had success at Oregon State. He had some success when he was with the San Diego Chargers. Now he's at Nebraska – they fired Bo Pelini, a guy who went nine and three, and they kicked him out of town. Uh, so we've seen that story before when they've gone ten and two and they sent the coach packing. Mm-hmm. So this is this is a fan base that is really really uh, living in the past, and they just don't get it so far at Nebraska. If they win eight nine games. I'll be shocked, Trent. I really will. I, I mean, I'll have to tip my hat to Mike Wiley and the kids that play there, but I just don't see that, at least not yet. Well, and the other part is you're going into year three, and last year, you're thinking two years back, that was the year that they had the bowl victory against UCLA. Last year, they were manhandled by Tennessee in the Music hey, City. Oh, well, that's right, yes. And, yeah, you're right. Thank you. And didn't look very good doing it. 
Here's the other part is let's say they're bowl eligible. They get to six and six, even seven and five. We'll give them not competing for the division title. Nothing like that. They're fine. They're not blowing out, but it's just, it's kind of milk toast. You know, it's just, it's, Mm -hmm. it's average. Yes. And and, uh, as that's happening, you're number two for Scott Frost at central Florida they go nine and four, not not you know thirteen and no anything like that, but they put together another season. Are they going to be confident enough that they can hold on for Scott Frost, a guy that knows the program incredibly well, played there, worked through the coaching tree, started with Frank Solich back in the day, all these things? Are they going to be willing to hold off to stick around and say, we're going to do this for a guy and Mike Riley that is old, we don't think is going to be here very good, and frankly hasn't done a whole lot? Are they going to say the heck with it? Let's just go out. Let's get this thing started. Let's give Scott Frost a position right now. I think that's where they're, I think that's exactly where they would go. I really do. If they stumble through a, what you said, a mediocre season, just average 6-6, six 7-5, and six, seven and five, go to a low-life bowl, get beat, I, and Scott Frost, if he goes eight and four, nine and three at Central Florida, mm-hmm. I think that call is made, and I believe that Riley will be packing, and Scott Frost will be packing and moving back to Lincoln. Jimmy B, one final thing for you. So, as you know, I love high school baseball here in the state of Iowa, and uh, the state tournament is happening right now down at Principal Park. Right. So, as I'm looking through the results. Starting with Class 1A, the winners, Newman Catholic, Remsen St. Mary's, a couple of parochial schools. And then you go to Class 2A, the winners, Iowa City Regina, Beckman Catholic, Carol Kemper. Then you go to today, Davenport Assumption. It's a, <laughs> it comes up every single year. Yes. But is it time for us to come up with some kind of, you know, they, they call it a multiplier, and, and different states do it in different ways, but moving these teams up a class because it seems like even though the records might not handle it and might not show it up, each and every year we're dominated by the parochial schools, especially in baseball. Well, look, we all know that they recruit. They'll say, no, no, we don't. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. They, they all recruit, and it's not just in Iowa. It's in every state. Sure. They all, re- they all recruit. So... And we know how it's done, and okay, that's that's just the way it's been forever. Trent, I, I don't know if there's a right or wrong way to fix that, to be honest with you. Uh, I think you'd be in a situation where you're singling out uh, those particular schools, and you can't blame them for winning. I mean, that's that's why you play the game. You don't play the game to lose. You play the game to win, and that's what they they do. So it, it, you're, to, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. I, I think if that's the, that's the case for that. I'm not really sure if you could ever come up with some systematic way to try to make it equal uh, for everybody, because I just don't think there's really a fair way to do it without totally saying, okay, parochial schools, you guys go play over here. And then the other schools, you guys go play over here. To me, that would just be absolutely awful. You just can't do that. So I think I think it's you're, you're stuck. You're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Jimmy B, you get that technology figured out, and we'll try it again tomorrow, all right? You got it, partner. I'll talk to you. <laughs> Jimmy B, check it in on the Draft House 50 hotline. We'll come back on the other side. 
We're going to talk some more Big Ten football. Kevin Trahan is going to be us be here from Vice Sports. We'll get his thoughts and his alma mater, Northwestern. Should they be the favorite over Wisconsin? I know it sounds crazy. They're not the dark horse. In fact, they were picked second by the media members as the Cleveland Plain Dealer uh, comes out with their media poll each and every year. That was not the case. It was not Nebraska at number two behind Wisconsin. It was Northwestern. Iowa was fourth in that poll. We'll get into that. We'll talk about what we found out from today and yesterday at Big Ten Media Days and much more. Kevin Trahan next as we roll through. It's a Tuesday. Jimmy B and TC live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Worry less with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual saved me almost $800 when I switched my home and auto insurance. Liberty did what? Yeah, I got the perfect coverage for us. And I didn't have to worry about skimping on MS Party. Well, that explains the... Holly! Best birthday ever! Visit us online to get a quote. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide survey of new customers, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. When you're hiring for a growing business, you don't need lots of candidates. You need the right candidates. You need Indeed.com with an algorithm that positions your job post where quality candidates are and screener questions that help you zero in on the best talent. Indeed.com, the site proven through an independent study to deliver five times more hires than any other. New users claim your $50 credit for a sponsored job at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Do you have building projects to be done around the house? My husband and I are going through quite the home renovation. We realize we're always borrowing a trailer from a friend for hauling furniture, picking up building supplies, and trips to the dump, if it was available. We found Lucchese Trailer Sales in Grinnell. Josh showed us all the options Lucchese Trailer Sales had in stock. Cargo, utility, and equipment are just a few. Josh helped us decide which trailer worked best for our needs. Lucchese Trailer Sales in Grinnell had exactly what we were looking for and affordable pricing. Visit Lucchese Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories or call 641-990-2674. I'm glad we went with Casey, and you will be too. Get ready, Chiefs Kingdom. The 2017 football season is right around the corner, and season tickets are on sale now. Join in on the action at Arrowhead Stadium, where your Kansas City Chiefs will play host to the Steelers, Eagles, Broncos, Raiders, and more. Preseason starts on August 11th against the 49ers, so hurry and get your tickets now. For more information or to purchase tickets, go to Chiefs.com or call 1-888-99-CHIEFS. That's 1-888-99-CHIEFS. Chiefs. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. 
for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet equipment, on return and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Okay, we continue here. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talkers 1700 here until 3 o'clock as always. We go back out to the Draft House 50 hotline. Our man, he is Kevin Trahan with Vice Sports, many other places throughout the years, getting ready for law school. Kevin, you started things up there down at Texas, or are you still awaiting your first classes? Uh, I got a little less than a month. I'm very eager to get going. A little less than a month, and then, well, you'll become too big time, I'm sure, for us. You'll be rocking and rolling, <laughs> run through that, and then you'll be changing the world and, and changing it for better, hopefully, right? Well, we'll see, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on who you are, I think. <laughs> well, uh, Kevin, a lot to get into. Big Ten Media Day is the last couple of uh, days happening. Monday, eh, pretty boring for the most part. I mean, you had... Urban Meyer was kind of a headliner, but he doesn't create a whole lot of buzz. He's not like what we had today. James Franklin, P.J. Fleck, Jim Harbaugh, a lot of guys, a lot of personality, even the guy that runs the ship over at your alma mater, Pat Fitzgerald, and I thought he had one of the better lines of the day after he came up there after Fleck and and paused for a moment to give everybody a chance to uh, pick up after that long-winded soliloquy from Mr. P.J. Fleck. Yeah, he uh, Fleck is uh, something else. I know Iowa fans have uh, taken a, a liking to him. Fitz is always, you know, one of the, I guess, one of the more entertaining people in media days. He he says, I don't know, I, I always had issues with him because he never said things particularly interesting, but he was, like, way more interesting than at least, like, Kirk Ferentz. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think Ferentz actually says some more interesting things. Um, like when he's being honest, but most of the time he's super dull. So Fitz at least like says some, uh, most of the time he's pretty upbeat, you know, he's not like crazy hating the media. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really miss big 10 media days. 
Um, but uh, it, it sounds like, uh, I don't know, it sounds like they haven't brought all the, the great players and all that this year. So um, hopefully people there get some sort of good quotes. Yeah, you're, you're not missing a whole lot down there in Texas, I don't think. And I'm not missing a whole lot as I'm here in Des Moines today. I've been there multiple times. I've covered it. You know, it was fun the first time or two that you do it. And after that, you kind of know what you're going to get. In general, media days, they create some excitement. They give you know, plenty of material for writers to have leading up through the season and different stories that they can do. But for the most part, there isn't really a whole lot to them. Is there anymore? No. I mean, so the only thing that I found that, that is helpful is that, like, this is the only access, like, an Iowa writer gets to someone from, like, Penn State, right? So yep. if you wanted to write a story for – um, like if you want to write a story before Penn State week, um, that way, like now you have quotes from those players that you otherwise wouldn't get. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're trying to get like actual interesting answers, um, you're, you're probably not going to get those. I, I did see one thing. It's not their media day yet, but yesterday Colorado's coach, Mike McIntyre, um, released something about, he's like, our players feel pretty disrespected by the media and the expectations they have for us this year. But to be honest, the media is probably right. So I think that's the most like honest, interesting thing I've ever heard from a media day type setting. So that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I like that one, and and I'm one of the people that is a fading Colorado this year. I jumped on the under right away when the win totals came out. Kevin, uh, a team that I do like though is your alma mater. I like Northwestern. I I'm not as a big a believer as a lot of people are in Wisconsin. Kind of the opposite of where I was a year ago on the Badgers when everybody said, "Oh, they can't overcome that schedule." I kind of like what I saw, but this Northwestern team, how do they get over the hump? Is it simply going to be a fact where maybe the pack comes back to them and 7-2, and 6-3 and three gets you a, a tie for the division title? Or can this team go even a step further than that? I mean, how do they get over the hump? It's get better players, I think, um, which is easier said than done. Yeah. Uh, it helps a little bit. They got this great new lakeside facility, which I know Iowa has these new great facilities. Honestly, I think Northwestern, their new facility, at least until someone makes, you know, a, a spaceship one is, is going to be the best one in, in the big 10. Um, it, it's just a whole like, you know, practice field all covering glass right on Lake Michigan. You can see Chicago. It's pretty awesome. Um, I really think it comes down to that. And, and also the coaching Northwestern's coaching has been less than stellar recently. I mean, they had really good, good offensive line recruits and just did nothing with that. And especially in the Big Ten West, you, you need to have a good O-line. I'm not super sold on Northwestern. People tend to be high on Clayton Thorson because now he's a junior, so they figure he should be better. Um, but last year, I mean, he struggled when he wasn't when he was playing any defense that was close to respectable. Um, and Northwestern, like the 87th offense or something insane last year. Um, so I, I don't think that they're going to be that good. I think, I mean, I think Wisconsin is the favorite. I think that Iowa is in much better shape than Northwestern just because, I mean, Iowa has a lot of weaknesses. Everyone in the West has weaknesses, but mm-hmm. I, I just don't think that Northwestern, uh, you know, I, I think that Iowa is more built for long-term success than, than Northwestern right now. I think Northwestern is more looking at, I mean, they could finish ahead of Iowa, but I think that they have a, Unless Clayton Thorson ends up, you know, just coming out and being this crazy Heisman potential quarterback, um, I think that Northwestern's probably looking at six and six or seven and five. Well, and after the season that they got out of Carr last year, uh, finding a guy that can reclamate what they had in the passing game from a player like that, just not likely. A guy that seemingly came out of nowhere and had a ridiculous season. Yeah, I, I don't think that is. I mean, Northwestern's had 
terrible receivers for a really long time. Their last really good one was Jeremy Ebert. It was my, my freshman year there, so I guess like 2011. Um, and since then, I mean, Austin Carr just sort of came out of nowhere, but it's going to be tough to, to replicate that because Thorson had a lot of issues with accuracy last year, and Austin Carr caught a lot of balls that a lot of people wouldn't have caught. Um, like a lot of, you know, Thorson, for some reason, a lot of those like short and mid-range passes was pretty off on. Um, so, I mean, if Thorson improves and someone, you know, we can be surprised. I, I think that, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily be shocked if, if their offense ends up being better. Uh, but the defense is, I think, still doesn't have a great O-line. Thorson's a question mark. So I, I don't know. I, I think in, without Carr, I think that, you know, Northwestern is going to be pretty meh again. But um, everyone in the West has the potential to be. So, <laughs> so, I mean, Northwestern could, you know, sneak back up in there. And we, we forget a couple of years ago when Iowa went undefeated, mm-hmm. that year Northwestern was technically second in the division because they beat Wisconsin. Um, so they had the tiebreaker uh, when both teams were 10-2. But, um, yeah, ultimately I think that Northwestern probably isn't going to be great, but I could, I guess I could be wrong. So who do you like in the West then, Kevin? You don't uh, particularly like Northwestern. Is it the Badgers? You mentioned you think the Hawkeyes at least maybe have more upside than the Wildcats, or are you falling in love with P.J. Flex Gophers? Yeah, I'm definitely not in love with Minnesota okay. because Minnesota still doesn't have good players, um, and they have a new coach. I don't know. People are always like, Minnesota's going to do it this year, but Minnesota doesn't have great players, so I, I don't understand why everyone always thinks they're going to be great. Like, with Jerry Kill, they went to eight and four a couple of years, and everyone's like, "Man, like they're going to do it now. Like they're on the upswing. They're on the on the upswing, and they and they never were." So I, I think that Wisconsin has to be the favorite. I I don't love what I see from them. They lost some pieces on the defense. Um, I mean, the running game last year wasn't what it's been, and they and they got really lucky in close games last year. I mean, that's probably going to to even out, and they were lucky to be in some of these games, like with with Michigan and such. Um, I don't know. I, I think that Wisconsin has to be the favorite. I, I would, if I'd put money down, I'd put it on them. But I mean, you know, if, if Iowa ends up, you know, being able to throw the ball more than three times a game, there's a potential that they could be good too. Um, and I think that the, the running game, Akron Wadley is very, very, very underrated. And Butler seems like he's a good player too. So I think Iowa is probably in second there, but ultimately, you know, anything can happen. We saw that last year, but ultimately, uh, I think that, Wisconsin has to be the favorite. So uh, tell me why I'm crazy. In the East, I think Michigan State's going to be a lot better than people anticipate. I don't think they're going to win the division or anything, but I certainly can see this team winning seven or eight games. Why am I off my rocker? No, I don't think you are. I mean, I, I think that Michigan State's sort of in trouble a bit just because, you know, they really, really capitalized on Michigan being down. They were able to get recruits that they otherwise couldn't. And, and now that they have to fight Michigan, they have to fight James Franklin, who's a good recruiter. I mean, they're, they're certainly going to take a, a bit of a step back overall. They're not going to be consistently going 10-2 and two anymore. Um, but I think you're absolutely right. They're not going to go 3-9 and nine again. That was kind of a fluke. They were better than that. They weren't good, but they were definitely better than 3-9 and nine last year. Um, so I, I think that they're going to take a step up. And, you know, I know everyone loves to love Penn State, but – Penn State was another team that got really, really lucky last year. I saw some stat where they way outperformed the number of like jump balls that they should have caught. Um, you know, they, they just they they made all of the lucky plays. Um, in the play they used to beat Ohio State, that that blocked field goal, like that's not even legal anymore. So um, I don't know. I think that it's 
probably going to come down to Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State again. Um, but I think you're right that there's, you know, there are teams that could play spoiler like Michigan State, um, and that's a little bit more bunched together in that division um, than, than we think. Kevin Trahan with the Vice Sports, much of other places, college football around the corner, and Big Ten Media Day is wrapping up. Kevin, as always, good catching up with you, my man. Best of luck here over the uh, next month getting ready for things and keep enjoying Austin. All right, thanks a lot. Take care. We'll take the time out. On the other side, we come back. We're going to be joined by Michael Barta, the head coach of the Johnston Dragons. They get ready for the beginning of the state tournament. Class 4A action tomorrow. They'll play game two at about 1.30. We'll keep you up to date on what's happening down at Principal Park as we roll through. It's a Tuesday. Jimmy B and TC back with more here in a moment. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. A roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. The Home Depot has discovered an amazing anti-aging formula for your walls. Bear Premium Plus Ultra Paint, interior and exterior, starting at just $29.98 a gallon. Bear's formula provides superior stain blocking coverage, keeping walls looking newer, longer. It's not the fountain of youth, unless you're a wall. Bear Premium Plus Ultra, starting at just $29.98 a gallon, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. Napa know-how. Any car brave enough to withstand a decade's worth of multi-state family voyages is worth treating to some quality parts and Napa know-how. Coolant for the Death Valley trip, wiper blades for the Pacific Northwest, air fresheners for the Southwest Chili Cook-Off. Yeah, with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your road warrior running longer, stronger, for many more vacations to come. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 KBGG with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo. The trick golf shot that I do have is when I hit it in the woods if I find it. If I find it in the woods, I'm good. I've seen you golf. A trick shot for you is hitting the green in regulation. There you go. Then join former Pro Bowl running back Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney for the Tiki and Tierney Show and head into the evening with former registered sports writer Bill Ryder with Ryder Than You on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. I heard on the news about that five-year-old who found his uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded. I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online. For like a year, she couldn't take it anymore, so she got her dad's gun from his nightstand. I heard on the news about that guy who broke into someone's house, stole a gun from the hall closet. He accidentally shot his cousin in the head. She killed herself. And later, killed the owner of the store he was trying to rob. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, 
always. Lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Welcome back, Jimmy B and TC. It is state tournament week down at Principal Park for the Iowa High School Boys Association State Tournament. One best events each and every year. And back once again, the Johnston Dragons are there, the top-ranked team through most of the season, and the top seed down at Principal Park in the 4A field. Joining us right now, he is the head man for the Dragons, Michael Barta, with us on the show. What's happening, Coach? Hey, thanks for having me, Trent. Appreciate it. Well, always good to talk with you, and uh, you know we were just talking right before we came on air here. It's decisions that you have to make. You look at the other fields. Class One A starts over the weekend, so they get a big jump on things and plenty of rest, you know, for their pitchers. Two A goes on Monday. Today it is the Three A field, and then you guys Wednesday, which is all well and good, plenty of time to rest up, get everybody ready, uh, acclimated to the park, those kind of things. But the other part of it is. Your tournament is very much compressed. You're going to play, if you're playing for a championship, three games over four days, and, and it makes a, a few more decisions that you have to make as it pertains to your starting pitching. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to think about how you want to lay out your kids, and um, the big thing you, you don't want to overlook as a coach is you've got to win the first game. So you really got to get after the first game, and then from there kind of piece your staff together to see how you can finish the thing. But it really makes you think, differently than in the past. I know in the past you're able to probably throw your one game one and game three without hesitation. The kid would usually be all right, turn around, no problem. Nowadays with the pitch count rules, um, you almost have a choice of when do you want to throw each kid. They may be one and done with the pitch count rules. So uh, there is a lot of thinking and, and you know decision-making to be made. Well, you know, the pitch count rule for people that aren't familiar with what we're talking about, a new implementation, not just here in the state of Iowa, but nationally at the high school level. Uh, Explain a little bit the rules, and and if you can, Coach, explain 
how it made things maybe a little bit more difficult for you guys this season as you were going through the year and, and the number of games that you guys play. Well, you know, let's first of all say I might not have this perfect. Basically, a kid gets 110 pitches in a game, and that that's plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, that's plenty to go on. But there's there's um, intervals he can throw, you know, throughout those 110 pitches. Like if he throws t- more than 25, he has to have a day of rest. If he throws more than 41 or 41 and over, he has to have two days rest. If he throws over 65 or more three days rest, so on and so forth. So um, over 90 is four days rest. So when you're talking about a state tournament that you're playing game after game after game, um, if a kid goes out and throws 90 pitches in the first game, he's done. He's done for the tournament. You can't bring him back in relief. He, he's done. I mean, he's unavailable to you. And if you would throw him, you forfeit the game. Mm. And so there, there, there's a, first of all, you got to know your pitch count. There's a lot on the line. Um, but at the same point, you have to plan all, all, your whole staff Almost as if, if you would make it to the title game, are we going to be okay, you know, with our staff? Now, with us, I really like our staff this year. We have a veteran, veteran club, a lot of seniors, a lot of good arms. So during the regular season, it didn't affect us as much. Now, in postseason play, you'd like to throw your one and two out there every, every game, you know, and you're just not going to be able to do that. Well, you guys have uh, got to the state tournament with back-to-back shutouts, a lot of depth in your your staff. So if there's a team kind of equipped for it, it's certainly what you guys having there. I'm sure the plan is to throw Jack Dreyer, your guys' ace out there in uh, game number one. But we were talking about there's a possibility maybe some rain tomorrow. Is that going to change your line of thinking at all if you get either a delay or, more importantly, the game pushed back then until Thursday? How much would that change your guys' decision-making process? Well, I mean, you always got to remember you have to win game one. And we really respect Glenmar. Um, we really respect some of the kids in their lineup and their coach. We really feel like they could come get us. And so we really need to go get game one. However, it does make you talk as a staff. You're basically saying, okay, if Jack's our one, which he is, we get to throw him one game, pick the game. And most veteran coaches would say, well, throw him game one because you might not play in game two. But it does make you think about it. You know, it might – where in the past you could say, well, let's try to get two games. I mean, he's going he's to throw one game and be done, and which one do you want it to be? So it's really interesting thought process. I don't know what a lot of coaches are thinking around the state, but they're facing the same decision. When do we want to throw each of our guys if our goal is to win the whole thing? You know, And that's ours. I mean, we're not, we, we'd love to, we'd love to just get to Principal Park. We feel like that's a goal in itself. But we're, we're trying to win the whole thing, and so – with that thought in mind, we have conversations about how to plan our pitching. Talking right now with Michael Barta. He's the head coach for the Johnston Dragons. They're the top seed and get ready for the state tournament. Class 4A action begins tomorrow, 11 o'clock game one. Waukee, the five seed against defending champion Cedar Rapids Prairie. And then at 1.30, it'll be Johnston and Linmar. Uh, tell us a little bit more, Coach, about this Linmar team, what you know from them. They upset Iowa City City High to make it to the state tournament. Looks like uh, swinging some hot bats coming in here to state. Yeah, and that's what we've been hearing. Um, really good club at the plate. And so we're going to have to pitch it well and really defend well. They put a lot of balls in play. You know, a couple of their top players don't strike out much. And so, you know, down in Principal Park, if you go and you watch the tournament year after year, it seems like the better defensive team wins a lot, most of the time. Mm-hmm. And so we like to pride ourselves on defense. We've been ranked one in the state uh, for a while defensively. Um, we stats kind of support that. And, 
we hope to go down there and play a great game defensively, pitch it well, and then see what happens. Hopefully we run into a couple pitches, get a couple hits, and, and walk away with victory. So that's the plan. Coach, I was uh, skimming through the stats of the state tournament teams, and, and as I did, I see you guys lead the field in being hit by pitches. Is, is that something that you guys – now, it's not something that you coach. You don't want guys getting plunked up there, but uh, maybe taking that extra little smidge closer to the plate. Is it anything that is part of the repertoire that you guys talk about there at Johnston Baseball? Well, I mean, first of all, that's a serious problem that you're bringing up on the radio because I swear <laughs> the last two or three, four games, every single time we get hit, they make us stay in the box. Oh, no. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and, you know, it's really just part of baseball. Um, do we talk about it a little bit here and there? I mean, we talk about it a little bit here and there as we want to get base on base any way we can. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way we talk about it. Walks, hit by pitch, hitting a hit. I mean, we're looking to create the highest on-base percentage possible to give us an opportunity to score more runs. So we definitely talk about it. Um, do we get in practice and stand on the plate and I throw at him? No. <laughs> we don't do anything like that. But, but uh, you know, it does something about some of the kids in the room. It says, you know, they compete at a high level. I mean, if you are a true competitor and a, and a pitch is thrown your way, I mean, a true competitor will, will spin and try to get, you know, get hit and get on base any way possible. Um, and I feel like guys that duck and dodge and get out of the way, um, you know, are you a true competitor? Do you have your, your team's best interest in mind? I don't know. I don't know, man. Stay in there and get hit. Get on first base. Maybe we can steal now. Maybe we can play over. You know, you have more options that way. So we talked about it a little bit, but no, I'm not picking kids in practice. That's for sure. The Johnson Dragons at the state tournament this week. Principal Park, Class 4A action, 4A action tomorrow, 3A going on here today. Uh, Coach, you just took three losses this year. You come in with an unbelievable 38-3 and record in the three losses that you had, two of them at the hands of the Dowling Catholic Maroons, and one of them, two Mason City, two teams that find themselves at the state tournament. Uh, take a peek down there at that bottom half of the bracket, what we're going to see coming up tomorrow night with uh, two CIML foes, foes with the Maroons going up against the Mohawks. Well, yeah, I mean, they're both great teams. I mean, we went up to Mason City and played in their ballpark, and there's some of Mason City, man, when their bats are rolling, they are a tough club to beat. Um, they, they hit the ball really well, one through nine. They're scrappy. They don't strike out. Um, they're, they're just a, a very solid bunch, a very veteran bunch. They started with all the same kids for three years. Um, I remember playing them a couple years ago when pretty much their whole club was sophomores and they had no upperclassmen. I said, where's your upperclassmen at? <laughs> Last year we played them. They, they didn't have a senior on the roster. And so this year they're pretty much senior dominated and dom- yeah, dominant. And uh, I know they lost their best hitter. I think he broke his hand. I don't know if he got hit by a pitch or something. I, can't, I, I heard a rumor. I just know he's not playing. And I think that hurts them a little bit. But overall, uh, they're a team you definitely don't want to match up with round one. Uh, they're hot right now. They have, they're, Like you said, they're old. So these kids know this is their last hurrah and they're going after it. So it would be a really good game to watch the Maroons and, uh, and Mason City play. I know Dowling got them, I think, all four times in the regular season. But we'll see what happens here. Um, you never know here when you get down to Princeton Park. Yeah, funny things seem to happen each and every year. The other part of the bottom part of the bracket, the three-seed Iowa City West, who uh, Coach Stump uh, seemingly has his team there every single year, the three-seed against Cedar Rapids-Washington. Uh, one more peek at another game. Uh, if you guys move on and beat Linmar, you'll take on the winner of Prairie and Waukee. I know you saw Waukee towards the end of the season 
Prairie, you guys saw them down there at the state tournament last year, and that incredible run out of them looks like a real good matchup there. And if you guys get past that first game, you're going to have your hands full there in the semifinals. Oh, wow. I, and that's something we've been talking about. I mean, they, they that's two incredibly talented teams. I mean, if you've ever – and I know you've seen Waukee over the years, mm-hmm. and Coach Dirks does a phenomenal job over there. I think he's one of the best coaches around, uh, and they're talented. You know, so – they're, they're a team that I never want to run into at State. It seems like I always got to freaking run into them. I mean, <laughs> we, played, we played them a couple times down there. I think, I think we won one, lost one and in the last couple of years versus them. And they're always so talented and well-coached, and they're a tough ball club. And on the other side of things, you know, you have Prairie, um, coached by Rima, and he, he, does a, he does a phenomenal job as well. And if you get a chance to look at their stats, you should look at the number of bases they steal. It makes you super uncomfortable. So, uh, you know, either team's going to put a lot of pressure on you. I don't, it's almost like I don't even care who wins. If we can get by Linmar, you know, I don't really care who wins. They're both going to be great. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, pick your poison, you know. So. Yeah. You mentioned that. That was something that jumped off the page, too, to me. Uh, not just Prairie, but also Iowa City West and uh, Cedar Rapids, Washington. Different style of baseball on the eastern side of the state. All three of those teams with over 130 steals this year. Is that just a product of those teams, or do they play maybe a little bit differently over there compared to the CIML? Well, I mean, you never know. I mean, a lot of it, it could be your opponent. I mean, like, mm-hmm. we, I know we've seen some really good catchers, you know, around our area, you know, um, I, I mean, I love my guys. I mean, I, I feel like it's tough to run on our guys. But So it kind of depends on the catcher you see and how quick the pitcher is to home. But I also think when you look at some of the coaches you mentioned, Iowa City West, Cedar Rapids Prairie, you're talking about a couple coaches that are really aggressive, that like to get after after the opponent, and uh, not afraid to run. I mean, even if they face our guys who our pitchers are quick to the plate, our catchers are good, they're going to run on us. They're not going to hesitate, and I hope we throw them out every freaking time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, I think it's a little bit of, uh, you know, maybe the identity the coach has of being aggressive. Also, I think there's some really good athletes on the eastern side of the state. I mean, we had the opportunity to watch Curry play once. We went and scouted them, and we were just surprised about the speed they had throughout their lineup and their athletes. So I think there's a lot of factors in play there, but – you know, yeah, style's a little bit different. We don't run as much as them, and I don't really, I don't really care to. You know, we're just a little bit different. So, Michael Barta, the head coach of the Johnson Dragons, with us here, uh, Coach. Before we let you go, state tournament class three A going on today. You make it down to the park at all? You looking to head down there today? Uh, have you seen any baseball yet down at Principal? Yeah, I went down there yesterday. Watched, you know, I'm from Carroll Kemper, so we had to go yeah. watch Kemper play. They got a big win, upset last night, seven over the two, and. uh I'm I'm hoping they can keep rolling here. I think they play Centerville second round, so I got to see a little baseball last night. We watched Centerville play before that, and we got down there, and realized how awesome that stadium is. The field is in great condition. Um, man, they do such a good job, and then they put on the LED light show. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a, that's a new thing they got going on down there. So it's a really great environment for high school kids. Something that whether you win or lose when you go to Principal Park, you'll remember it forever. The opportunity to play on the field. You know, the opportunity to play in front of a huge crowd, your community coming down to support you. And, um, man, it's just such a great environment. I love going. I wish I could go every night, but I think my wife might divorce me if I do that. So. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you got to have a little bit of time at home. You know, you got to control those things. I've learned that as well. I, I think we're all trying to learn exactly that uh, balancing act that it takes with the baseball season going on. Coach, uh, when, when you were at Kemper back in the day, 
were uh, was it at Principal Park back then? Did you guys make it to state when you were running around with the Knights, or was it still back when it was the connection with uh, Marshalltown and with Carroll? We did. We played in Carroll, and mm. so that was my home game. It was one of the last, yeah, last year in Carroll. Oh, a great crowd, a great crowd. Hey, three, three years I played varsity for Kemper, and it was actually my sophomore year we went to state, and I'll never forget it. Like I said, we lost first round, but it's probably one of the highlights of my entire life the community coming out supporting us and playing in that state baseball game with that atmosphere it's amazing and so every year i actually talk to my kids here at johnson about that just getting to state is just something that kids dream about their whole life and for us to have the opportunity just to be there win or lose versus Lindmar, just to be there is an accomplishment in itself and so i i just think i would do a great job with their high school baseball and their state tournament i mean it's it's probably different than a lot of states it is, and we're the only one that plays it the right way, plays summer baseball, and absolutely great. Well, Coach, always good catching up with you. A lot of great information, pitch counts, and kind of what you're thinking is you're going into the quarterfinal matchup with Linmar tomorrow. We'll be keeping an eye on it. Best of luck as always. Thanks, Trent. Appreciate the interview. That's Michael Barta, head coach for the Johnston Dragons, with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. That'll do it for today. We are out of time. Back at it tomorrow here at noon. Looking forward to a lot of good baseball. Cubs and White Sox continue on. A lot more going on as uh, taking a peek at the Rockstar Satellite. What's on tap for tonight? That's a lot more baseball. There's no doubt about it. And uh, a lot of local good baseball going on. Make way to Principal Park. See some good baseball. I think you'll enjoy it. We'll be back at it tomorrow at noon on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here inviting you to visit our full service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988 and we won't be undersold by the big stores and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. A Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents. An American classic for a classic price. It's not quite a milkshake, not quite an ice cream cone. It's definitely chocolate or vanilla. That choice is on you. Use a spoon or a french fry. Anything goes. A Frosty makes summer special. Yep, there's nothing quite like a Frosty. And there's nothing quite like this deal. A Frosty for 50 cents. Get yours before this deal melts away. Small Frosty only at participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. I met someone. You hear it a lot from people on Match. Because more people have met their someone on Match than any other dating app. 
Everyone wants to find that meaningful connection. And Match is not only number one in first, but second dates, too. Now here's a free offer for our listeners. Go to Match.com slash search for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search, view photos, and connect. This free offer is found at Match.com slash search. That's Match.com slash search. Match.com slash search. Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them with its powerful technology. ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free for your free trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Dave. What are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037, so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right. But don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute.